Stu, how's your dog? How's President Miles doing? Miles, he's doing very well. He's still moving around. He's approximately 400 years old and uh, still kicking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, still kicking and could run the country better than Biden. No question. Um, maybe, we should send, uh, maybe we should send Joe Biden some rough greens. It's worked wonders for our dogs. Uh, President Miles is still kicking around and still knows, you know, the difference between a bone and, uh, let's say, a child. Uh, same thing with Uno. He's doing great. Uh, and we both credit a, a lot, of, give a lot of the credit to uh, Rough Greens. If you would like to see a difference in your dog, is this is not a dog food. This is something you put on the dog's food. And it gives them everything they need. The vitamins, minerals, this is important. The probiotics and antioxidants that we all need to live healthier. But our dogs need a, you know, a different dose, a different kind. Uh, and it is all in Rough Greens now. Get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you pay for is the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN-33, 833 833- Glenn 33 call them today it's roughgreens.com slash Beck America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program quite a program for you today I'm going to start with the kindness of America I mean let's make it into somewhat of a good news Tuesday there's some really good things to report uh, and we'll begin there in 60 seconds but first what I what I want to talk to you about is um, something that is very near and dear to my heart and I believe uh, to yours as well I can't tell you how excited I am to have a new sponsor to the program because this is a mission and this is really who we are. We can get angry. We could march. We could call people names online, yada, yada. But that's not who we are. With what's happening in our country with Roe versus Wade, if they if the Supreme Court uh, sticks with the decision that we hope that they will. That's going to mean that places like New York and California are going to become just butcher houses. Um, they are already talking about um, changing things to make even partial birth abortion something that they will provide or just let the baby die uh, within three days after birth. The babies that are in the womb, their lives hang in the balance. And I am so happy to announce that we have put together a partnership with the Ministry of Preborn 
that empowers young expectant mothers in a crisis to choose life. This, this ministry has already rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and they do it with an ultrasound. This is why the left fights so hard against ultrasounds. They don't want you to see the baby. They don't want you to hear the baby. They don't want you to, they don't want you to even think about that it is a baby, that there's a heartbeat there. Because when the moms actually hear the heartbeat and see the baby, they can't deny that it's a baby. And 80%, they're more likely to choose life by 80%. So the Blaze, I think it was last year, um, challenged the Blaze audience to save 50,000 babies uh, in a year. And we saved, I think, more. And they're, they're being called Blaze babies now. I would like to challenge this audience to rescue 50,000 babies by ourselves. So we would add to what the blaze is doing. We would be able to save 100,000 children by the end of the year. Here's how we do it. Please join us and rescue these 50,000 babies for this year. $28, you can sponsor one ultrasound. For $140, you can help rescue five babies' lives. I will tell you that I have fought so hard to make sure that this, um, this group sees the light of day and has access, I'm going to be real frank with you, to your heart and wallet because we need, we need God to see that we're not just talk. We need God to see that we are people of merit and a country of merit because we have violated almost everything. He looks down and he sees what we're doing to his children. And I don't mean just if they're lucky enough to get out of the womb. Then they're going to school to be indoctrinated and to be sexually paraded on stages. We are in real trouble. I really think this helps us with God's favor. If you can sponsor one ultrasound, it's $28. Five babies for $140. Everything that you, um, I mean, guys, we were just having a conversation today just off the air. What do you do with your 401k? Because it's, I mean, it's in real trouble. Boy, I tell you, I take some of the money that you might have and donate it. Dial pound 250 and just say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby. Or you can just donate securely at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. Let's stand for life. Let us show the Lord Almighty that we are people of merit and deserve some mercy. Okay, uh, let me give you some good news here. 
we are always inundated with stories about how awful Americans are, how awful America is. And we don't, we don't hear the stories about what I believe is the real America, the America that still exists in great portions. I really think this is why so many people, so many of our neighbors are asleep because you go through most of the country and people are not at each other's throats. If you live in the big cities, you see this crap all the time. But we're good people. Let me tell you about a guy from Pakistan. He needed a special surgery that wasn't available in Pakistan. He looked in Turkey. He looked in Singapore. He looked in the UK, India, everywhere. But the most accessible and inexpensive option was in Birmingham, Alabama. Let me say that again. For everything that we're going through on prices of medicine and everything else, he looked all over the world and found the least expensive is in Birmingham, Alabama. And he was nervous. He's from Pakistan. All the things that the world thinks that Birmingham, Alabama is. It's got to be horrible, right? Oh my gosh, what are they going to do to that guy? He didn't know what to expect. He didn't know where to stay. He didn't know who he could trust. He didn't know if he would be accepted there. So he went on the social media site, Reddit, and he asked those questions. He says to his shock, the people of Birmingham began reaching out to him in droves. They encouraged him. They answered his questions. They made sure he had some place to stay, a way to get around town. He said that the locals took him to dinner and gave him gifts. And if he ever needed anything, he would almost immediately have up to 15 different people offering to help him. We are being lied to every day. We're being told we're not a good people. We are. He said the people in Birmingham have responded in a way that I wouldn't even expect from my own people in Pakistan. In fact, he felt so welcome, so loved in Birmingham, that on returning home and becoming engaged, he invited the entire town to his wedding, saying literally everyone was welcome at his home in Pakistan. And he said, if you can't attend in person... You can come virtually. He wrote, hello, home city and its people. I hope you're all fine. Here it is just a glimpse of one of my days. Marriage is a multi-day celebration here. I felt compelled to start the broadcast today. With this story. So many of us step out of our front doors into an America that is not the America you hear described every day all over the world. 
in most places, thank God, we don't step out into the activists country or the globalists country or the crooked politicians country. We step into the real America where we define ourselves, where we are good to our neighbors. It doesn't matter who we voted for. We're good stewards in our communities. We're good friends. You and I both know there is real trouble in America. And some days it feels like the bad guys outnumber the good guys. And I have to tell you, I would say that even if you vote Democrat, it must feel that way. But it's not true. They don't. Because even though we can feel our country slipping into darkness, Americans are still, today, good. Back in a minute. Let me tell you about LifeLock. Roaming around the internet is all fun and games until somebody loses an identity. Then it's, you know, the wailing and the screaming and the gnashing of teeth. Uh, and if you just would have taken the time to, to get LifeLock, there wouldn't be any of that gnashing. None of this would have happened to you. It's an all-too-common situation, but it doesn't have to happen. In fact, it almost happened to us. Um, Tanya was in the middle of, like, six different things. She gets a an urgent alert on her phone to change the passcodes on PayPal. So she does, and she doesn't look at the URL, uh, and she's, she's changing everything. As soon as she hits send, she sees the URL, and she's like, oh, my gosh, that's not PayPal. And she said, it looked just like PayPal, everything else. This has happened to my, uh, my son-in-law as well. He happened, that happened with Apple. He said it was exactly like Apple. Well, these things happen. And if you don't have anybody watching it, uh, it could cause real problems. My wife's first call was not to PayPal. Her first call was to LifeLock. They have the insurance that we have because we've been members. Uh, and so we're covered in case anything goes wrong. We're covered for insurance, uh, for attorney fees, for cleanup, for everything. And we put them on alert. Somebody just did this to us. Now we don't have to worry about it. Don't worry about some of the things that you might be worried about or things that you, you know, people tell you, like me, you should be worried about. Don't worry about them. Just have LifeLock take care of it. LifeLock, nobody can stop everything. Nobody can watch everything. But I think they're the best in the business, and they'll help you clean anything up. They've got a whole, they have a whole crew there just to restore your identity. It's 800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Make sure you use the promo code back, and you'll save 25%. It's lifelock.com. Go there now. 10 seconds, station ID. Now, I want to ask you who the bigot is. According to the Tampa Bay Times, at least five Rays baseball players 
uh, have declined to wear uniforms which feature rainbow logos on their caps and jerseys. At the time, they opted out and they said that it wasn't judgmental. It's just a faith based decision. They said it was a really hard decision because ultimately we all said we want people to know that everybody is welcome and loved here. But when we put our bodies and I think a lot of guys decide that if it's just a lifestyle that maybe not that they look down on anybody or think differently. It's just that maybe we don't want to encourage it if we believe in Jesus who encourage us to live a lifestyle that would abstain from that behavior. It's not judgmental. It's not looking down. It's just what we believe the lifestyle that we're encouraged for us to live and to promote. It's for our good, not to withhold. But again, we love these men and women. We care about them and we want them to feel safe and welcome here. So is that bigoted? Are you a bigoted, a bigot if you have that stance? Because I will tell you, this is how the media is defining bigot. In Coeur d'Alene, Idaho, the local Pride in the Park event geared towards children will host a slew of radical LGBT attendees, including Antifa, Satanists, and drag queens who will perform for children in the park. The hell is happening in Idaho? On the North Idaho Pride Allowance, uh, Alliance website, the Satanic Temple is listed as one of the official groups participating in the event. And it will be present to hand out materials at their booth. They said they just want people to know that Satan loves them. Okay. There are all kinds of people now from Antifa. Uh, and from radical groups that are now traveling to Idaho to the park to make sure that those bigots that have a problem with their kids having transgender uh, shows, that they don't do anything, that they don't have a voice, that they don't cause any trouble. You know... I'm sorry, we're not bigots. You're insane, and quite honestly, I think you're evil. If you want to indoctrinate kids like they did here in in Dallas uh, over the weekend, where in a gay club, they invite little kids to the stage, and you have people giving them money for dances. This is this is evil. I've never understood how in the scriptures it would say that uh, one side won't understand the other. And I never understood that. I, I, I like how and that some people will see it clearly and others will not. And I really thought when I read that, that you really had to be on the lookout you had to have super sleuth eyes that you had to be you know on super jesus team to be able to see that and i always worried holy cow am i going to be able to see those things it is so obvious and i'm not on the super jesus team i know a lot of people who are are much better on the jesus team than i am 
And it's so clear. How does half our country not see that having transgender story time for little kids is insanity? How do they not see that? Has everybody just gone so dead asleep? So is it bigoted for the Rays, for five guys on the Rays to say, hey, we love everybody. We want you to feel welcome, but we just don't want to participate in that. And that's the key word. Evil requires participation. You can walk away from anything. You don't like it? Fine. But evil requires you to participate. There's a there's a story going on now. Ron DeSantis was scheduled to speak uh, to the Jewish Leadership Conference at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York City. Well, they set it all up and then all of the political people decided that they they can't have Ron DeSantis speak there at the Museum of Jewish Heritage in New York City. So it was canceled because Ron DeSantis didn't align with the museum's values or its message of inclusivity. Can I ask you, which one is is uh, shunning people? Which one is driving people away? Which one is inclusive? The one that says, if you don't say everything we believe and you don't do what we say to do, you're out. Is that inclusive? Again, I go back to, has everyone gone insane? Because it's really not this complex. I just, I, I so, I so wish I wasn't Glenn Beck. Because I, I know the left will never listen to me. Hopefully, they will listen to you. When you just ask them simple questions, really, do you, do you really think that it's okay to have transgender while our schools are saying that gender is in question in kindergarten? You think this is going to be a healthy step for our children? Really? How do you arrive at that? The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. American Financing, time for saving stability security. Uh, boy, those things are so needed today. It is time to get your cash flow back in line with help from a mortgage refi. You can't just go anywhere for that. You especially don't want to go to the banks, honestly. You got to go to a lender who's going to have your best interest in mind. Now, you're going to get a, a loan from one of these big banks, but the lender, the one who's looking for the loan, is not working for the bank. That's really critical. And it's critical that that person working with you is on a salary and not on some sort of a uh, bonus structure. Because that's when they start taking kickbacks from the bank and you're in the wrong loan. No pressure, no obligation. 
They never charge upfront or hidden fees. It's a simple conversation, and it could save you a buttload of money. It's American Financing. Call them now. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. AmericanFinancing.net. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The t- promo code is Bidenflation to save 20 bucks. Los Angeles, San Francisco, and California. We are going to know a lot about the direction of our country by this time tomorrow, depending on what the left does in California. Their primary is today, and uh, it looks pretty grim for Democrats. Now, the Democrats are throwing around a poll right now that shows some interesting things about uh, Kamala Harris. I'll get to that here in a second. But I want to also show you uh, the poll numbers just to show you the direction of America. The support for late term abortion is 15 percent in the country. Sixty three percent say our country is on the wrong track. Only 16% of America thinks that we will avoid a recession. 62% think Biden is unfit. 74% want a balanced budget. 68% want a Keystone pipeline restored. 67% want uh, Biden to be more moderate. 73% want drilling and gas opened. 61% think more spending will increase inflation. 69% of the people think fetus is viable at or before 16 weeks. 77% thinks that the uh, SCOTUS leak was only to subvert the ruling. 82% want tougher prosecution and sentencing to solve crime. 65% see, say we need enforcement, not new gun laws. And 53% think Biden uses violence for political advantage. Now think of that. You think that America doesn't get it. She's waking up. Those numbers are astonishing. Now, the Mark Penn poll that comes out shows that uh, Kamala Harris is slightly beating DeSantis. Uh-huh. 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 And I'm sure that is that's just, you know, questioning average Americans. I think Kamala Harris is somebody that everybody can get behind. So let's look at what California's uh, Californians have to decide they're holding their primary elections today, um, and uh, some high-profile incumbents are up for re-election. 52 House races, um, a senator running in two separate races, and a competitive showdown for a Los Angeles mayor. The guy who looks like, do you know anything about him, Stu? The guy that looks like he may win uh, just became a Democrat. He's a lifelong Republican, I guess. Uh, and he is now uh, uh, running to take over uh, the mayoral um, office in Los Angeles. Um, he's a major real estate developer. He just recently joined the Democratic Party, received a rare endorsement from uh, Elon Musk, has spent more than $34 million on his campaign. That's 10 times more than his main opponent. 
his opponent is a six-term Democrat, Karen Bass, and uh, he has tapped into the idea that Democrat, uh, Democratic leaders have taken California and pushed it into the ocean. That would be remarkable if he would win uh, in the primary today. Yeah, Elon Musk kind of throwing his weight behind him was a big, uh, got a lot of attention there. Although Karen Bass was one of the people, if you remember, discussed as one of the potential vice presidential picks uh, when uh, Joe Biden limited the field to only one of the two genders and one skin color. And when he did that, he decided to, uh, Karen Bass was one of the finalists, but no one really knew kind of who she was, And uh, but she's turned that sort of increased notoriety into this run, which may be successful. I mean, you'd think Los Angeles would pick the most crazy progressive option possible, but they've had to deal with the results of these policies for a very long time. And I think someone who who's on the democratic side is still a d on the ballot but is endorsed by someone like elon musk might be something they're interested in changing it up a little bit so it's what we talked about with michael schellenberger yesterday who's running as an independent you know someone who is different and and maybe could change the dynamics of the state in a way that i think people in california would really like i have to tell you i think that there is um there tomorrow at this time we could see a very different uh look at what is coming i mean we think it's going to be good for republicans if this happens in california because there's another story coming out of san francisco uh and uh it it looks like uh the prosecutor is going to be thrown out now this is this is somebody whose parents were members of the Weather Underground. Uh, they were in prison during his childhood. Uh, he went to Yale, earned a Rhodes Scholarship, and uh, then became a, um, a, a DA with the help of George Soros. Embraced Black Lives Matter, called for a new approaching to policing, and that's why you have the reign of criminals uh, there in, uh, in San Francisco. So now, and remember, this is this is where uh, you know Kamala Harris was the DA. In now, and now it looks like uh, there is a real chance that he goes night night in California. Another shockwave, another shockwave. Uh, some of the others that are happening around the country. Do you have any of them? I know in Iowa, uh, there's a couple of. A couple of shock waves um, in uh, Montana. Um, a second congressional seat has just been gained loud, uh, in the latest redistricting. Um, Ryan, is it Zinke, who served as the Interior Secretary under uh, President Trump, is expected to win the GOP nomination as the Republican leading district. That's really good. Yeah, there's a, there's a bunch. Of, I think there's 16 primaries today, 16 states, uh, or, six, or 16. Um, oh, sorry, I'm reading the wrong headline there. Let's see, we've got New Jersey. You got, uh, flipping through here, uh, Mississippi is South today. South Dakota. South Dakota is today. Iowa is today. 
New Mexico is today. Montana is today. So you got I don't know six or seven states there. Um, bunch of races uh, that are you know there's I don't think there's anything like headline grabbing like there was in Pennsylvania and Georgia. Those are the states that were kind of big news. We I don't know if we did I think we did mention yesterday Dr. Oz did officially win that uh, McCormick um, conceded that race. Yeah. So he will be going up uh, uh, against uh, you know Fetterman in that uh, primary in pennsylvania um but i mean you know it's like we're getting into this this is you watch the way the left is acting right now and that tells you exactly how well they think this is going to go and they do not they see what i think we all see which is a potential potential for a historic wave election this is it. I mean, this is a there is a real opportunity here. Rarely do you see a president after only two years fall to the depths of 34 percent approval rating. This is being handed to Republicans on a silver platter. It's just a matter of if they knock it over or not. So here is the problem uh, that I see, Stu, is I don't know if you saw the um executive order that went out the emergency powers was used now uh for this climate emergency which hasn't officially been declared but that was the that was last week's episode on uh, the wednesday night special that they are going to declare a climate emergency which will give the the president all kinds of unlimited power uh and uh yesterday did you see that he enacted the defense production act yeah on solar panels was it uh-huh <laughs> so he huh? says we're having an energy crisis and a global warming crisis and we've got to get these solar panels uh done now it surprisingly and i'm sure he didn't know this helps china but uh, he's got that one done for us. And now it's in a fascistic sort of way. The government has declared the president has declared the Defense Emergency Act where he can go in and and say, producers, you have to produce these things. I don't care what you say. The government is now telling you do these things for energy. Yeah, the uh, absolutely terrible new press secretary was asked about this. This is clip one, by the way, um, which and, you know, she is not prepared for any of this stuff. She doesn't seem to have any idea what's coming. Everything is a surprise. And the only way she responds to this stuff typically is reading it. She was asked about this solar emergency that we were just learning about. Uh, this is yesterday. What emergency is the president using to invoke the Defense Production Act? Because historically it's been in the 1950s uh, for the, the Korean War and during COVID it was enacted. What emergency is it, or what's the real emergency in the solar industry for the Defense Production Act? Um, so let me, uh, I was going to say first, the president, you know, when he takes the Defense Production Act, it's to make sure that he's delivering for the American people. Hmm? Uh, it is what? an important tool that he has used mm. a couple of times and it has been incredibly inf effect effective. What's the emergency in the solar industry? 
has well, it been used since Korea War? To get to to a place where we do have a clean energy arsenal, and so this is a what? very important part of the president's. Uh, this is a very important part of the president's uh, 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 agenda in getting to that clean energy uh, uh, system that he's been talking about since he walked into the administration. So this is that, and this is a way that we wow. felt that we can act uh, to to get moving in that way. Now that's just not how this works. That's not how any of this works. You don't just come up with an agenda and nope. start doing forcing companies to make the products you want that's not how this country operates you have to have an agenda that's fascistic right yes yes that is fascistic and on top of this is the great reset Mm. he's just moving forward with it now remember what he just said what that reporter just said the president uh has used this now two times in his first term the last time it was used was during war in korea this is not something you used to and take it lightly this is defense production and he's now saying we're trying to defend ourselves against global warming this is extraordinarily dangerous now just like now, in theory, you have a president who, when you have a president that bumbles and doesn't know what he's talking about as much as Joe Biden, you have a press secretary that comes in and cleans it up. We saw that with Jen Psaki occasionally, and she was not a great press secretary mm-hmm. by any means. But now they need to have people come in and clean up the words of the press secretary who had absolutely <laughs> no idea, apparently, that you can't oh just gosh. use the Defense Production Act to uh, forward your policy agenda. That's not what it's for. So they did come in later and clean up and said, the emergency that justifies this is the drought. So in theory, what we're seeing is we have a drought in the West, and what we're going to do is force companies to build solar panels, which if we did it, at, in a scale that no one can possibly imagine might shave off one-tenth of a degree uh, Celsius over the next 50 years, but that's how they're going to deal with the emergency drought. Unbelievable. Incredible. Wait until we have a food emergency, an energy emergency, the climate emergency, a monkeypox emergency. Um, this is how you lose your nation to fascism. No matter what Antifa says, this is a fascistic move. Um, Our sponsor this half hour is Patriot Mobile. Whoever your cell phone carrier is, if they're one of the big guys, I can guarantee you there are two things they're not doing. One, saving you money. And two, donating to any conservative cause. I mean, you've got to ditch the big boys. We're building a parallel economy, and it is beginning to happen. And the best company you can go to for any kind of cell service is America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They're also one of the few companies that are fighting back every day against the loss of our freedoms. I will tell you, I know the people who started this company, who run this company. They are um, they're not just in name only. This isn't a company who's like, hey, you know what? We'll just market to the conservatives. Uh, these people believe it and they're out fighting for it every day and they have a great cell service so save money get the same coverage because everybody's on the same towers now and switch and help them help us 
PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Beck. And veterans and first responders, you'll save even more if you make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them now. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Hey, tomorrow is your last chance to get double the discount to Blaze TV uh, to offset the uh, rising costs everywhere, thanks to uh, uh, Bidenflation. Uh, this week, you can get uh, 20% off uh, the Blaze TV. All you have to do is go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Bidenflation. Yeah, you have, if you happen to be a uh, subscriber too, Glenn's going to be doing an Ask Glenn Anything type of situation. You ask him any question you want, any topic you want. You got to ask it in the Blaze TV live stream chat, which is for uh, subscribers only. But check it out there and you can subscribe, as Glenn said, at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Bidenflation for 20 bucks off. And you ask those questions in the, in the live chat today uh, or tomorrow's show. Yeah, and, and people, uh, a and, lot of people uh, will, will be ready for Friday. People struggle with this, but you can be as insulting to Glenn as you want in these questions. He has to answer them. Um, so he's going to no, be no, putting it in just, if you want to no, put, I, if you wanted to, you know, anything you want to say to him, put it in there because he's going to have to read it live on the feed. And it's, it, I you know, I just don't think that that's. People, people are wondering, wait, do helpful, I have to be still, nice right? to get my question read? Do I have to be uh, kind or polite? No, you actually don't have to at all. That's not part of this deal. Use Bite Inflation, save $20, put your question in there, and be as insulting as you want. And that's the lesson to learn yeah. today. Yeah, and we'll see if your question makes it to air. <laughs> Go ahead. Fatty, fat, fat, so laugh all you want. Thank you so much, uh, Hillary. I want to talk to you about Grip 6. I'm wearing a pair of Grip 6 socks right now. Um, these are the best socks out there. They're made of wool, but would you ever have guessed that these were wool socks, Stu? Do you, no. you wear them, right? Yeah, I do. Uh, and I would not have. I think wool, I think of like scratchy and like really thick and heavy. Heavy. Yeah, they're not, not like that in the at winter, all. Not yeah. in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these are really fantastic socks. Um, they don't, uh, they keep their elasticity. Um, again, I don't associate that with great wool socks. Uh, comfort, durability, nothing you have to worry about. These are not ordinary socks. Uh, and then they're great for Father's Day. I'd love a pack of uh, the little ankle socks from Grip6. They're fantastic, fantastic. Grip6.com slash Beck. Grip6.com slash Beck. Check out their Father's Day special from June 1st through the 15th. Get 25% off site-wide, even more on packs, including 40% off the dad pack.
America and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is no room to compromise when it comes to the truth. And I mean the kind of truth that states I'm speaking and you're listening to us right now. That kind of truth, the basic truth, all of it is under fire. You can't even ask a question now if you want to stay safe. Well, I want to introduce you to Alex Berenson. He is the author of 16 different books, including Panamania, um, uh, Pandemia, How the Coronavirus Hysteria Took Over Our Government, Our Rights, and Our Lives. It was published uh, almost a year ago, last November. From 1999 to 2010, he was a respected investigative reporter for the New York Times. And what did he cover? The pharmaceutical industry. Well, in August of 2021, Twitter banned him for raising concerns about the mRNA COVID vaccines. Well, as it turns out, most of his concerns turned out to be accurate. So now he's in a lawsuit with Twitter. And um, his lawsuit, uh, Twitter has survived the the, uh, motion to dismiss. I'm sorry, he has survived. Twitter's motion to dismiss. They were hoping for that. Now, if he can hold up with cash, he's going to be able to see all of the internal memos and conversations that happen. Because wouldn't you like to see if the federal government was having conversations with people inside of Twitter saying what they can and cannot say and who to ban? Alex is on that road, and he is not going to give up. He joins us in 60 seconds. Look, it's bad enough that you have to pay through the nose for gas right now. Imagine what it would cost if your car actually broke down in this economy. Without a warranty, you'd be on the hook for thousands of dollars. And thankfully, CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. That covers more parts than ever before. Whether your car is 5,000 or 150,000 miles, when you need a repair, you don't have to deal with the paperwork or the headaches. All you have to do is just choose the mechanic to do the work and CarShield takes care of all the rest. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So lock in your price today. Lock in your price today. See if you can get anybody else in the business to say this, and it will never go up. When your car breaks down, count on CarShield. CarShield.com slash Beck. CarShield.com slash Beck. Or call 800-391-8888. 800-391-8888. Save 10% right now. CarShield.com slash Beck. We welcome now Alex Berenson. Hello, Alex. How are you, sir? Hey, Glenn. Good to talk to you. Uh, Good to talk to you. Thank you for coming on. I think what you're doing here is extraordinarily important. Um, Whether you agreed with the, you know, um, 
the vaccine or or not it doesn't matter what's the truth on that and is the government shutting people up in collusion with these drug companies and that's what you're looking for correct well so so yeah i i mean look i'm a big believer in free speech um and you know i i uh I think that used to be something that, you know, people on the left generally agreed about, uh, you know, and I think actually, you know, the ACLU famously, you know, they would they would support neo-Nazis and they would defend anybody's right to speak. And um, and and, you know, I I, that's where I stand on this. Okay, that people should have the right to speak, even as long as they're not as long as they're not, you know, as long as they're not telling somebody, you know, go murder, you know, my you know, the, the president or there, there, there can be limits. Okay. But they're, they're very narrow. limits. Okay. So, so that's where I yes. come from on this issue. And it's, and it's incredibly disappointing to me that my former colleagues at the New York times and other places, uh, you know, on the left don't seem to agree about this anymore. So yes, Twitter banned me in August of 2021 for a, for a tweet that begins the, the, it doesn't stop infection or transmission. And I was writing about the vaccines. Now, I don't think anybody in the world at this point disagrees with that. The vaccines do not stop infection or transmission. No. Um, so, 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 so I, in December, sued and said, um, you know, you violated my free speech rights and um, you breached your contract with me. And specifically, Twitter knew who I was and I had been in communication with a pretty senior executive there who, for more than a year in 2020 and 2021, told me that what I was doing was okay. So, and suddenly in July of 2021, everything changed. And it changed when, in a week when Joe Biden said that the social media platforms were killing people. That was his words. He said, they're killing people. Wow. So, so, so something changed. To, in terms of Twitter's posture towards me in July 2021 and August 2021, so 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 in late okay. April, so wait, wait, wait. When did you say, when did you say that it doesn't stop transmission? When did you make in, that tweet? In August. In August. But I had been in August. Um, okay. I would say I had been aggressively skeptical about the value of the vaccines almost since they were initially released and we could, we could talk about why I felt that way, but that's a whole nother conversation. But by the way, I wasn't saying, Hey, the vaccines are a part of a depopulation campaign. I didn't talk about stuff like that. I just said, I don't think these things work as (laughs) well as, as has been claimed. Okay. And, and because as you, as you mentioned to your listeners, I used to cover the pharmaceutical industry for the New York times. So I'm very skeptical of the way they run clinical trials. I'm very aware of the games they play, which again, is something that people on the left used mm-hmm. to understand they used to understand that these companies uh, i know you know they're nobody's friend okay they're they 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 may sometimes make uh, good products alex can i great, but they're in it for the money can i can i ask you a question how shocking is it that you and i me and you <laughs> agree on freedom of speech that you have the right to question anything uh, and that we would agree that it's not part of a depopulation plan, et cetera, et cetera. But pharmaceuticals, pharmaceutical companies should always be questioned. They're very dangerous if they're not questioned. That's, that's right. And, and 
And, you know, I mean, everything from the price of insulin to the the price of EpiPens. I mean, these companies don't act in the public interest. They act in their own interests. And, you know, that's kind of what a capitalist system is. But we need to know that and question it. So so I had been questioning the vaccines with Twitter's full knowledge and uh, and essentially approval for for months and months. And then in July 2021, everything changed. And and these companies at that time, uh, Twitter and Facebook especially, were under tremendous pressure from the federal government about vaccines and vaccine uptake. So I sued in December, and in in April, uh, about a month, uh, just over a month ago, the, a federal judge in uh, California, um, and he's not a Trump judge; he's a Clinton judge, by the way. Uh, said that some of my claims could go forward and that Twitter was going to have to provide information to me about what they've been saying about me, but also about what other people, including the federal government, including drug companies, including everywhere, had been saying about me. And so I'm going to get a look at how this censorship process works. And that is unique. I mean, even the Trump lawsuit was dismissed. These lawsuits are almost always dismissed. And so Whatever it is, and I don't know what they have in there. I'll find out. That's why it's called discovery. Um, And maybe, you know, maybe nobody said anything to them. We will find out. But I'm in a unique position here, and I'm pretty excited about it, um, you know, from the point of view of being a reporter and from the point of view of, you know, being able to tell other people about this. So So I have the lawsuit, and I'm raising money right now with this with a GoFundMe campaign because it is expensive, but I'm not going to run out of money. People have donated a lot of money to this. How can, if people want to join you on this fight, how can they donate money? Uh, they can go to GoFundMe, put in my name, which is Berenson, B-E-R-E-N-S-O-N, uh, and, and it should come up. It says fight social media censorship. That's the name of the campaign. Fight social media censorship. So and I know people don't. Why like do you think, Alex, yours? Sorry. Right. I know. I know. I know. Um, Alex, why do you think that this it did go for uh, forward where Trump's didn't, et cetera, et cetera? Why do you think the judge singled yours, your case out? Um, I think I think he looked at the facts and he said, uh, you know, this guy was in communication with Twitter for more than a year. And he was writing all this stuff. But in 2020, before the vaccines came out, well, you know, I sort of first came to people's attention because I was saying things like, look, the schools should not be closed. Kids are not at risk. And, you know, the teachers unions hated that. Trump got in trouble for that. And that's now accepted wisdom. Okay, I I was I was pretty early on that. And I was arguing, hey, we don't have very good evidence that masks work. They don't really seem to work very well. This is mainly theater. You know, I would say that's largely accepted wisdom now. So so I was prominently questioning all of the non vaccine stuff. And I have again, I have these communications with Twitter showing that they knew what I was doing. And and I would say they were even encouraging me to do it. So because of the fact pattern that I have, where things changed dramatically in, tw- in July of 2021, I think we got a judge who was willing to look at the facts and say, this guy's got a real case here. He's got a real case that Twitter violated its own contract with him. I'm going to let this go forward. 
Alex, can you know, back in the 1850s, 1860s, um, Abraham Lincoln had what he called the wide awake club. And it was for people who were wide awake uh, about slavery, et cetera, et cetera. Um, why do you suppose so many people and I, I would say on both sides are just fighting this um, this political fight and especially on the left right now where you have some really fascistic things happening that the left has always been against. Why have so many people fallen asleep? You know, it's a, it's a great question. You know, I, I, it's funny. Uh, Tucker Carlson, who I talk to from time to time, he, he has a theory about this. Uh, I think there may be some truth in it, which is that, you know, we're living, especially on the left, in sort of a post-religious world, uh, you know, a, a world where, where a lot of people don't believe in God, and so they're searching for something else to take the place of that faith. And so politics for some people has become that. Uh, and look, that could happen on the right or the left. But I think when you, when you, you, know, when you mm-hmm. don't have any sort of acquaintance with, with spirituality or with God, I think it can be easier for that to happen for you. I think that's one reason. I also think, you know, there's now, I mean, to some extent, you know, you're an example of it, uh, you know, on, on one side and a place like MSNBC is an example of it on the other side. There is this, there are so many um, places where people can go just to hear their own side. And so, um, and that's one reason I really want to be back on Twitter. I think it would be important for me to be back on Twitter is people say, oh, just go on Truth Social. And I said, I don't want to talk to people who just want to hear, who already agree with me. I want to talk to people who exactly right. Me I don't want that either. Them, right. And let them try to convince you. That's how, that's how it gets better. And that's what the right. left has forgotten. There, there, it's important. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a religious uh, idea from the scriptures. Uh, uh, opposition in all things. There must be opposition in all things. We yeah. need each other. We don't. We, we're not successful without somebody going. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense. It's that give and take that that I honestly think what made us who we are. Uh, and gave us the great technology and the life-saving drugs and everything else. If you're not allowed to think you're back in the dark ages, if you're not allowed, if you're only listening to one side, and I would go a step further, if you are the kind of person that if somebody makes a a great case, you don't say, well, now, wait a minute, I never thought of it that way. Hang on. And it would admit that, that changed your mind or it might change your mind then you're 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 playing the same game that is going to get us in trouble yes and by the way it's not just politics that's true of science too right the, the, the notion everything yeah of, of course how that that these people don't want to be challenged that fauci doesn't want to be challenged or or the you know the epidemiologist can't be challenged is crazy and and it, it it you know it's led to a lot of trouble the last couple of years Science, uh, you know, you, you were, you know, the, you said that uh, you thought that uh, Tucker Carlson had a uh, may have something to that point, but that's actually Nietzsche. Uh, and he's and he was absolutely right. When there is no God, you will replace it with something. And I think we're replacing it with politics or politicians or science. Yeah. Um, and it, we have developed a religion. You will bow to these gods and you will say nothing 
or you're a heretic and will burn you at the stake or drive you out of society. Yep. Uh, I, you know, somebody of all the emails, I've gotten so many emails from so many people the last couple of years. The one that struck me more than any other was somebody who emailed me. He said, you know, I thought before all this started that the two most powerful emotions were love and hate. He said, but I was wrong. The most powerful emotion is fear. And it's true. If you scare people yes. and, and the left has done, I mean, look, the right does it too, but the left has done just a tremendous job of scaring people about COVID, about Donald Trump, about, you know, about lots of stuff. When you scare people, they stop thinking and we can't stop thinking. Mm-hmm. Amen. It is great to talk to you and I wish you the best of luck. Um, and again, if you uh, if you want to help out and you you want to donate, uh, just just um, go to um, what, what is the it's, it's, it's GoFundMe. What is it again? Uh, GoFundMe. Oh, GoFundMe. Put in my yeah. last name, Berenson. It should come up. And I also have this Substack, which is a newsletter, which you can subscribe to for free. Um, you know, I, I I want as many people to subscribe as possible. Basically, uh, it's called Unreported Truths because that's what it is. And you can find it on Substack, which is a platform that that still believes in free speech. It might be the last place left that really believes in free speech. There's stuff from the left. There's stuff from the right. There's great stuff on Substack. And I'm and I'm proud to be a part of it. Alex, thank you so much. Alec Berenson, his last name is spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-O-N. Thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. Uh I will tell you that um, I have been talking to people that know what they're doing, have made money for a long time. I'm taking my grandfather's um, admonition of people that made it had money going in. They weren't wiped out in the stock market. They were the ones that weathered it. Uh, And he used to always say, if we only knew what rich people were doing, at the time, we might have been better prepared. So I'm talking to every rich person, every rich person I know and asking them, what are you doing? And so there's things that you have to do. For instance, this is really easy, basic step. Food's going to go way up. So I want, what I want you to do is just if you don't have money saved up, you just buy whatever's on special, buy two of and save that other one. Just buy two of everything that you can that you need and hold off on the other. That will save you a lot of money. Um, Others are going to gold, silver, land, art. They are thinking differently. And I cannot recommend highly enough to get into some gold or silver. Take it out of don't listen to me, please, on the on the stock market or anything else, because I'm always horrible at this. But I'm just telling you what I know people are doing. Uh, one of uh, one of the guys I spoke to yesterday offline about this very, very wealthy guy, he said, I would be at least 50 percent of whatever you had in your 401k. I'd be out of the stock market. And I said, where do you put it? And he said something stable. You decide what that is. I believe that's gold or silver. That's one of them. Uh, gold or silver right now with self-directed IRAs, 401k, thrift savings plans, Roth, traditional IRA, all of those. Call them today and find out how to earn 6% in promotional medals just for being proactive and making a decision that will matter. 
also just for completing a self-directed IRA application, you're going to receive at no cost one of my brand new one ounce silver Benjamin Franklin rounds delivered directly to you. These things are beautiful and great uh, and solid silver. It's an ounce of solid silver. Call Goldline today at 866 Goldline. They are waiting for your call. Please do not delay. Call now, 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Do you follow him, Stu? Do you follow Alex? I mean, I'm definitely aware of his work. He's uh, He's got a really big Substack that yeah. he mentioned. Uh, I know it's one of the, the biggest, one on, uh, biggest ones on Substack. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting how, you know, he was banned uh, right at the height when the president was saying, you know, these companies have to start banning these these people. And it turns out that most of the stuff he questioned uh, was worth questioning. And if he wasn't right, at least his question was uh, valuable. Uh, We are headed in a dangerous direction. I wish him all the luck. The Glenn Beck Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So if you're thinking about buying a new home soon, it's important that you work with the right lender. And I'm talking about someone who can customize a mortgage, creating the best deal possible for your investment. Someone who doesn't charge upfront or hidden fees. Someone like American Financing. Because at American Financing, they know how important it is for you to get a competitive rate, flexible terms, and fast closings. They also know it sometimes takes time to find the right property. That's why they offer the option to lock your rate up until 120 days so you don't have to rush finding the perfect new home. Just because rates are expected to rise a few more times later this year, you don't have to rush. Believe me, they will rise again. And that makes right now the right time to call American Financing and get that process started and lock in your rate now. Takes you 10 minutes on the phone. American Financing works for you. Call them 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code BIDENFLATION for 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. I want to talk to you about a growing fascistic movement with actual teeth attached to it. This isn't like, oh, he's a fascist. I will show you what they're doing uh, that is literally fascistic in nature, literally uh, by the actual dictionary definition of the word fascism. Um, Let me start with this. If we were building nuclear power plants, and we were encouraging hydrogen use for our automobiles, I would be so deep into it. It it is the answer between nuclear power, which is the cleanest and safest form of energy the world has ever seen. Stu, can you back that up? The safest form of energy in the history of the world. Yes, I agree with that analysis. 
Okay, thank you for those the stats. Um, oh, the, you just said it was the safest. Color, man. He's a good he, color. Yes, yes, Glenn, I, confirmed I well, number I, one on the list. I, I don't know what stat you want to okay. <laughs> The number one is... No, because I know you're into these things... Yeah, no, no, I know you're into these things and I know that you, uh, you know, that you have looked through the history. Everybody thinks it's so dangerous, but it is not. Yeah. It's not dangerous, especially in the United States. So if we were pursuing this and opening these uh, babies up and letting them run at full capacity at night and when nobody's using electricity, making hydrogen for our cars, it would be a miracle it would be a miracle. It would be everything we're looking for. Good for the planet, safe, effective, and we could move on with our lives. We would be world leaders again in almost everything if we just did that. But that's not what we're doing. Instead, we are doing solar panels and wind power. Let me tell you about solar panels. If solar panels were something that would work, I'd be all for solar panels. I am your this broadcast is being powered now by solar, wind and uh, natural gas. Natural gas only if we get into trouble and we don't have enough power for the broadcast. But it has taken me 11 very long and expensive years to get the solar panel system up and hundreds of thousands of dollars. This is not something the average American or the average company can do. I'd love to have the Blaze be the first green uh, network that was all solar energy and wind power, but it's impossible to do. It's too expensive and it's not reliable. I can't tell you how, if you are listening to this broadcast today, you're hearing delays. And the reason why you're hearing delays is I don't have internet. I am here um, on an isolated kind of mountaintop and I don't have all of the electricity, all of everything coming in. I have to create everything myself. So we're having to use all kinds of different technology. And let me tell you, when you come off the grid, when you start to do things differently, you almost have to reinvent everything right now. Uh, my farm, we bought our diesel fuel for our tractors. We spent filling that tank up, that underground tank. We've, we spent uh, as much money filling it up once this spring as we spend filling it up all summer long into the fall last year. This cannot last but is Biden doing anything about it? No. Instead, what he is doing is fascistic. Yesterday, he invoked the Defense Production Act. Not for oil, not for diesel, not for anything, but for solar panels. Do you know how long and how much money it will take to get solar panels, enough of them, into play to defray any of your costs for heating. 
By the way, if you live in Seattle, fat chance. Good luck to you. You live where it's cloudy and snowy. Good luck. I have these gigantic solar panels to be able to put this broadcast in my house uh, online. And you still have to change all the light bulbs. You have to change uh, everything. It is literally, I'm my, I'm my grandfather. You don't need that light. Why do you have that light on? Grandpa, it's, I mean, it's really not costing us. Put the light off. I've become that guy because you just run out. In the winter, you have to go out and you have to scrape all of the ice and the snow off of your solar panel. This is not something America is prepared to do. But because we have a global warming crisis and a power crisis that is growing, yesterday, Biden invoked something for the second time in his term that hasn't been used since the Korean War. It is the Defense Production Act. And here's what it does. It allows the president to have emergency powers to tell companies exactly what they can and cannot do. That is the definition of fascism. Now, Are we okay with that? Is this what we want? A guy who has destroyed everything he has touched now running our companies and our businesses and telling us what we can and cannot produce. That's what he did yesterday. He also did something else. He waived all of the solar tariffs yesterday. This is a massive win for China. China makes all of the most of the solar panels. Okay. They do most of the technology. Why? Because no matter what anybody tells you, solar energy is very dirty for the earth. You can't really make them here in America because the EPA would lose their mind. But in China, you can do whatever you want. So now they have not only most of all of the minerals that are needed to make these solar panels, they can make them with slaves and they can make them in hell holes that doesn't they don't care about the environment at all. But we had some really bad tariffs against these solar panels. And so now we have to get rid of those. So now the Chinese have us by the you know what on solar panels. Russia has us by the same things now on on energy. Mexico, Saudi Arabia um, and Russia have all of the control of the oil. And are they helping us? Of course not. Of course not. Meanwhile, we leave all of our resources, all of our minerals, all of our companies, all of the brains that we have, all of the brawn that we have, all of the oil and natural gas resources in the ground. Is America, is this who we want to become? 
By the way, this is not the only emergency. I'm telling you, I will be shocked if by the end of the year we don't hear coming out of the president's mouth a declaration of a of a national global warming emergency. That will give him all kinds of power. They are already setting it up. That's what they're using here for this directive. A climate emergency. We're going to have a food emergency by the end of the year as well. I don't know if you've been following this, but please do. We're about now eight weeks away from knowing for sure what's going to happen. Uh, Yesterday, we had um, Russia bomb one of the ports where a lot of the Ukrainian wheat leaves. NATO, the United Nations, and we have even hinted that if they block the Russian wheat steal, uh, sorry, the Ukrainian wheat, steal the Ukrainian wheat, destroy the Ukrainian wheat, or stop uh, boats from picking it up and shipping it to the rest of the world, that will be an act of war. Well, we are 12 weeks away from that. Sorry, eight weeks now. And the former NATO chief yesterday said, you are going to see another front open in the Ukrainian conflict. It will include escorting grain tankers in and out of Odessa. He said, I think that will be taken by the United Nations, by NATO and the United States and our allies. But it will be a new front in the war that will emerge over the next few weeks. When that happens, anything that goes wrong with that wheat, if Russia doesn't let it out of Ukraine, if we lose a ship of that wheat, wheat prices will go through the roof and starvation will happen in Africa. What happens to our military when all of Africa is on fire because they're starving to death. Why is our government taking on diesel right now and saying, no, we got to get away from this petroleum stuff. Why are they doing it when starvation is around the corner because of war? We cannot, as Americans, stand by while the world starves and we have the ability to do something about it. But for the very first time, we have seen now Germany send an airlift of baby food to Texas this week. And you're about to see the most charitable, the most giving, the most powerful nation on the planet not have the ability to help feed starving people all around the world. And I love the fact that the Biden administration is saying this is not going to affect the United States and uh, and, uh, you know, the the uh, hunger here in the United States. Are you out of your mind? We're not going to be starving here in the United States. But if you think that a third of the world could be starving to death and we're going to be paying normal, even half rational prices for food you're crazy 
Oh, and by the way, um, it won't just be Africa. It will also be Central um, um, America. It'll be parts of uh, Mexico and South America. So don't worry about any problems on our border. This is what's coming, and it's coming this fall. Please, America, prepare. Back in just a second. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. Rough Greens is uh, something that I put on my dog's food. Uh, Uno, he is a, a trusted, trusted dog who's been a big part of our life and my best friend. He's been up here uh, with me up at the ranch this week, and I just love it. He never leaves my side. Um, and Rough Greens helps him stay healthy. Now, it's not a dog food. It's something that you put on his food, and it gives him all the vitamins and minerals and probiotics, everything that he needs. Um, and, you know, it's really important because a lot of people say, oh, they need omega oil, so I just put some of my capsules of omega oils. That's bad. That will actually hurt your dog because their digestive system or their their what they need in omega oils is the exact opposite of what humans need. It's really important that you you do this the right way. You want your dog to live a happy and healthy life and longer, be active longer. Please try Rough Greens. Your first bag is free just to make sure your dog loves it as much as Uno does. But uh, if they do, continue to order it and see the difference in your dog over the next few months it's it was for us it's incredible first bag is free all you pay for is the shipping just go to roughgreens.com slash back roughgreens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN-33 that's 833-GLEN-33 back in a minute the Glenn back program On tomorrow's program, you're going to uh, you're going to love tomorrow's program when we tell you all about what uh, the federal government is now doing with the administration, uh, just to make sure that we burn even more of our food in ethanol. We'll tell you all about that tomorrow. But we'll get you into those electric cars soon. Yeah, there's a great story about the electric cars, by the way, in the Wall Street Journal. They they sent a reporter. Uh, to go from New Orleans to Chicago on a road trip in an electric car. Fascinating story as they mm. go through the details of this. Doesn't work out very, very well. Um, you know, one of the one of the huh. issues which I, is fascinating is, you know, you think of electric cars, you're like, okay, well, I'm paying more for it, but I get, you know, I don't have to go to, I don't have to pay for gas. Like it's going to be free. Well, of course, it's not free. You pay for the electricity. They spent 175 dollars on this trip on electricity. Now they estimated that was a savings of about a hundred dollars for the trip, but it would have been a two seventy five for gas, considering how high the prices are. But still, that's not a lot. Yeah, that's the highest prices of gas we've had yeah. in forever. Yeah, um, an amazing too wow. that they go to these. Um, the, the title of the story, by the way, I rented an electric car for a four day road trip. I spent more time charging it than I did sleeping. That is the headline of the story. Wow. They found that. These fast chargers did not charge as fast as they were supposed to. They stop always at around 80% and then just start trickle charging, mm-hmm. um, which had them uh, some places for hours and hours. They had to stop to get a short charge to get to the next charger that would actually charge fast. 
Uh, it, it, you know, they were. Oh my uh, it, The whole thing is worth a read. I'll, I'll tweet it out from at Studios America. You're going to love the New World Order. You're going to love it. <laughs> Why do you think they're taking our guns away? And welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. History is such an important part of life. If you don't know history, you really don't know anything. And it's, it's amazing to me how many people don't know any history, um, but then they don't also know current history. People that are making history right now. We are in this weird time where we have access to all information and yet we're using all of that time and all of those resources to laugh at people in TikTok videos. It's bizarre. Brad Meltzer, one of the best guys I know on history, is joining us in 60 seconds. Now, let me tell you, there's a huge gap between the world our kids live in, uh, where, you know, you have to do everything for them, and they just think it's magic. Wait, that costs money? Yes, and it has your entire life. Anyway, they have to take care of themselves, and it is our job to get them there. And the only way to get them there is to teach them work ethic and also how to be an entrepreneur. Now, maybe they don't want to be an entrepreneur. Maybe they're, you know, part of the, the, you know, group of people that are so important that don't want to run their own business. They just want to work for somebody else. But we need entrepreneurs as well, and no one is teaching that. So how are you bridging the gap? Right now, books, Books are a thing of the past, too. But the Tuttle Twins books are so important because they not only teach you the basics of America and our founding, but this book I want to tell you about today, the uh, Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business, will teach your kids all about what it takes to be an entrepreneur, what what it takes to start your own company, to run a company. It's really good, very simple for kids to understand, except Honestly, a lot of us adults will learn stuff from them too. Get them for your kids now. You'll get this book for free. All you pay for is shipping. Just get this book. Ask them for it for free. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Go there now. My good friend, Brad Meltzer. How are you, sir? I am so good, my friend, and so happy to hear your voice. So, did you get Superman's cape in the latest auction? 
And Wait, don't tell me you didn't know one? about it. Don't tell me there was another one. Oh. It, so, which I did not know. Wait, I should have called the, you. The dark one? Um, <sighs> yes, it was. It was. Um, it was from the. Oh, I can't remember which Superman it was from, but it was. I should have called you. I should have called you. I just thought you were on top of it. Seeing that you were bidding against me for the Superman outfit for our uh, collection in our museum, I thought you'd be on top of this one. Ugh. I, the funny thing is, next time I, I promise you, I'll call story. you. I appreciate that. And I told my wife the story that you and I were the last two bidders. And it really was the two of us bidding against the Superman cape. And I think the thing that she laughed at the most is she just laughed at the fact that the two of us, and by two of us, I mean you, could have saved so much money if we just spoke to each other the day before. And she was laughing. <laughs> you guys get along so well. She just was laughing I know. So All we had to do is call. Well, I was... I wanted to get it as a surprise so when you came in, I could show you and you could put on the cape because you're such a huge Superman fan. By the way, I, we're going to get to what you want to talk about here in a second. But I watched, um, oh, shoot, what was the the movie? Uh, Hollywoodland. Have you seen that? Uh, you know, I, I haven't seen it yet because I, I never, was it good? No, but, it, you know, it came out about, I don't know, eight years ago or something, but it was on the death of George Reeves, which I knew nothing about. He played the original TV Superman and it takes place at that point. And this kid, uh, his son is just crushed because Superman apparently killed himself. And the kids back then, I didn't know this. And I can't imagine psychologically what that did to kids to see Superman die at his own hand. Yeah, I, you know, I knew the story, but the issue was, and, and, and this is just my issue always, is I can't stand the way Hollywood delivers history. I know that whatever I'm watching, right, from, from JFK the movie, when Oliver Stone said, you know what, I don't like how I the know. government report on it, so I'm, I'm going to put things in there that aren't true to counterbalance what I think is our other truths that were out there. I just refused to take my history from Hollywood, and, and that was the only reason I never saw it. But I'm obsessed with the story, of course. Well, that's why that's why I'm asking you about it because I, I thought this the one thing the movie did well is it presented like three or four different ways he could have died, and all of them seemed logical, and it left you with no answer at the end. Uh, and oh, I, I, like I wonder, I like do we that. ever have like an that. answer? Yeah, I, I did like too. I did too. Say, Except, if, if do just, we have an answer? Just, they, I don't think so. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so, can you quickly tell us the story of of him? So, if anybody doesn't know, uh, the George Reeves story. Yeah. You know what? I, I read it years and years ago. The story that I was more obsessed with, I actually don't know it that, that well. The, sto the story that I, and I know, of course, that, you know, people think he died and he killed himself and the whole story. But the story that I was obsessed with, and you know my obsession with this one, was the one that dated back even further, which was, and we were the ones who uncovered this one because his relatives told me the story, is that Jerry Siegel, who was the, the creator of Superman, the, the actual writer, that all the years he created Superman, when they said, where'd you get Superman from? The one piece that he left out of the story was that his father died in a robbery. 
And days later is when he created a bulletproof man. And, and the father had a heart attack during a robbery. A guy came in and said he was going to rob him. Uh. The guy said his father had a heart attack. But I'm like, you're telling me that the reason we have America has Superman, it's not just, just because America is the greatest country on earth, but it's because the little boy lost his father. He created a bulletproof man after his dad was involved in a robbery. And that was my obsession. So everything that kind of goes. Oh, that's great. They almost they seem bigger than life. So do you know, I hate to change the subject again. Do you know, I, I'm painting a, um, I was painting a painting of um, Theodore Roosevelt. And as I'm painting these people, I'm learning as much as I can about them. And Bob Kane uh, is said to have based, possibly, based Batman off of the life, the early life of, of uh, Theodore Roosevelt. Had you ever heard that? I don't think that one's true. I mean, I know I've heard it's out there. The Bob Kane story, when you look at the creation of Batman, is full of more uh, mistruths. It's almost like an, a fictional story itself. You know, he, Bob Kane even said that he created Batman. He left out the part that it was Bill Finger, who was the person who came right. up with all the kind of great stuff you have. Bob Kane originally had like a purple costume and, and red costume, and it was Bill Kane who said, I mean, it was uh, Bill Finger who said, you know what, let's give him this, uh, this, you know, make it gray. We'll give him the things on the gloves. We'll give him the back. Hit. We'll uh, give him Gotham City. We'll give him Bruce Wayne. And and so the story. There was even a story that Bob Kane based the cape on Leonardo da Vinci's flying device. That that's where Batman's cape came from. And it was wow. a story that I actually believe for. Oh, that's I cool. Believed it for some time, but it's not true either. That's the thing. It's just not believed to be true. Huh. Okay, let me talk to you about uh, I Am Dolly Parton. If you don't know Brad Meltzer, he's got his own TV show. He's like a, I mean, he's a megastar. We go someplace together and everybody's like, are you Brad Meltzer? Hey, you, get away from him. I, are you Brad Meltzer? Um, he's, uh, he's written an I Am series uh, that is so needed. All of these books for our kids of of heroes. And one of them that you're releasing now today is I Am Dolly Parton. She was just inducted into the Hall of Fame and she, uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She didn't want she said, no, please don't. I'm that's that's not my genre. I, sh- I don't deserve to be in here. Um, a lot of people uh, agree with her. But when when groups like Foreigner aren't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, why was Dolly Parton there? Because Dolly Parton is the only person left on the planet we all love. You know, I mean, it's just <laughs> at this point. At this point, it's like Betty White and was Dolly Parton, and everyone else we disagree on, right? I mean, it's the one thing America agrees yeah. on. And they and listen, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame needs Dolly Parton more than Dolly Parton needs the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah. So she had an amazing childhood um, that I, d- I didn't know anything about. And I think we're losing this part of America. These these kinds of people are really important. The people that, you know, grew up in a family that were, you know, paid with a, you know, a, a bag of cornmeal after a hard day's work. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, you know what I love and, you know, we started these this book series to give my kids better heroes to look up to. I was tired of them looking at the garbage are being fed every day on Instagram and social media influencers and overpaid millionaire athletes. So we started with I'm Amelia Earhart and I'm Abraham Lincoln. We've done I'm Rosa Parks and you know I've talked at length about them. But Dolly Parton, what I love and in every book we do in the I'm series is these are illustrated kids books 
to show you how human these people are. So when Dolly Parton's born, her family is so poor, her dad pays the doctor, as you said, with a sack of cornmeal. It's her mother who feeds her love of books. And one of Dolly Parton's favorite first books is The Little Engine That Could. And that's who Dolly Parton is. She's that little engine. Instead of wearing what others want her to wear, hmm. she says, I'm going to wear flashy costumes. Instead of singing country songs, she's like, I'm singing to all audiences. Instead of being a music star, she makes movies, her own amusement park. She starts her own charity, Imagination Library, that gives away free books to poor kids. You know what the first book they gave away, Glenn? The Little Engine That Could. Hmm. Wow. And, and, and that's the thing. So is, you know, we, we do need you our, meet these? Need our kids. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. We're on such a bad time no. delay because of satellites. Um, no, all good. All good. I do you meet these so people I... as your as? <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, no, I'll answer your question. Yes, of course. I. You know, what I do is when we did I Am Jane Goodall, Jane Goodall, of course, checked the book for us. When we did I Am Billie Jean King, Billie Jean King spent two hours on the phone with me correcting little details in, in her I Am book. Um, but this one was Dolly Parton. I was like, don't mess this up, man. So we sent it to her. We sent it to the folks at the Imagination Library. They couldn't have been nicer. She, in fact, was one of the people It came back that she wanted us to feature the doctor who delivered her even more. She just remembered those people who gave her her first shot. Um, and I love the fact that mm. even, even behind the scenes, she was as nice as you think in terms of everyone that worked with her. It was incredible. Uh, you're also doing I am uh, I am I am pay, which we were holding a meeting, I think, last week about having you on. And I said, what are the books that he's releasing? And he's and they said, I am uh, I am pay. And I said, oh, that's great. And everybody looked at me like I've never even heard of this person. It's a really important architect. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, I'll, I want to just finish one thought on Dolly Parton because I think it's important, is, cause, and it goes to IMP as, as well, and I love you for that, is you know, what they both simplify for me is that creative spirit that we want to give our kids. And, and for me, for Dolly Parton, the message that's in I Am Dolly Parton is success doesn't come easy. When she's little, her mother makes her a patchwork coat out of scraps of fabric. She's really proud of it. She goes to wear it to school, and everyone says it's ugly. She's so poor. Mm. There's a Christmas story that's in the book. It shows her family having no money for Christmas because her dad wants to buy her mom a proper ring. And Dolly Parton doesn't complain about it. She's like, I'm so happy my mom got a new ring. It's okay. We don't have the presents we wanted this year. I need my kids to know that lesson. And that's the secret of Dolly Parton is when she was little, she didn't feel like she belonged. She felt different. She felt lonely. Where she was from, people didn't dream of seeing the world, but she wanted to know what was on the other side of the mountain. And she dreamed that butterflies would fly mm. her there. And that's a lesson I want for my kids that, being a dreamer is a good thing. You never know where your dreams will take you. I Am Dolly Parton is a book that is there to give your kids that dream back. And, and as you said, I Am Pei is the great architect who redid the Louvre in Paris. And one of the things we did when we did his book, and my kids gave me, they were laughing so hard because they were saying, I Am, I Am Pei. They're like, why don't you just call it I Am Pei? And, uh, and one of the things that they did hmm. was... We, we knew that this was going to be a book about perspective. It's an architect teaching your kids, like Dolly Parton, to see the world differently. And we actually put in the book, in radio it doesn't work as well, but if we were together, if you, when you open the book, you'll see in your copy, and you, I know you've seen it, is there's a pop-up book. The Louvre pops up in the book. So the entire book 
mm. is like changes your perspective of how to see the world. And I love the fact we get to give your kids that lesson that your life is something beautiful. And I'll, I'll read you the final lines of the book. It says, your, the, your future is yours to construct brick by brick. You can design it, shape it. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Wait, let me, because I have this. I, I highlighted this page. I want to read it from the right place. Like in the gardens of my youth, life is not a straight path. It curves and it zigzags, filled with surprises that are meant to be explored and discovered. Wherever you go, go with all your heart. Your future is yours to construct brick by brick. You can design it, shape it, and build something beautiful, build something meaningful, build something that expresses who you are. That's fantastic, Brad. Fantastic. I, you know, I love the fact that the line I started reading was the line you picked out from the book. It just shows that, you know, why we're mm-hmm. taking this in tape. But, but I mean, those, that's why that message in that book, like the message at the end of I Am Dolly Parton, is, is me talking to my kids. And it's me saying to my kids, yeah. your feet, all that garbage that you see in schools, around, in, in playgrounds, especially on Instagram, you've got to realize that these aren't history lessons that we need to be teaching our kids. What we need to teach our kids and what these, the I Am series has always been about, the Ordinary People Change World series has always been about, it's about values. Bringing back those great yep. values that our kids need of kindness and generosity and, and just never, ever stopping perseverance. Brad, Brad Meltzer, he is uh, the author of I Am Dolly Parton and I Am I Am Pay for Your Kids. Your kids will love it. You will, too. BradMeltzer.com. Brad, thank you. We'll talk again soon. God bless. Our sponsor this half hour is MyPillow. You know, we laugh um, on this program about stuff like this sometimes uh but i actually do uh take both fashion and comfort seriously yeah believe it or not i work i work at this oh my wife looks at me every day what are you wearing what are you uh i don't endorse products that i don't like and i don't use if it's something that i can't use because it's feminine hygiene how dare you say i couldn't use a product I will make sure that the people in my life use it and like it. Uh, but this one I use all the time. And Mike Lindell, my pillow, he's got the sheets, my pillow, and the slippers. They are great. It took him over two years to come up with the way to make these my slippers so they're really comfortable and you could wear them outside you can wear them inside and your feet will will not feel the fatigue from it they are so great you're gonna love them for a limited time you can save 90 bucks on a pair of my slippers save 90 dollars right now log on to mypillow.com click on the radio listener specials button use the promo code beck and receive this limited time offer the slippers come with a one-year guarantee and a 60-day money-back warranty uh, or guarantee and the other one was a warranty whatever mypillow.com use the promo code back or call 800-966-3117 mypillow.com 10 seconds station id um i wanted to tell brad because he would be so excited to hear this um I am starting my own series of children's books. Mine will be for young adult, for young adults. His are for kids. Uh, we're going to take it a step further. We're going to go for young adult. Uh, anybody who read the you know Harry Potter uh, thing, it can be a, enjoyed by young adults and adults as well. But 
telling the great heroes. Uh, hopefully, we'll have more to uh, report on an announcement of the book and when it will be coming out, either later this year or early next year. Uh, all right. Uh, by the way, today we are taking questions just from Blaze TV subscribers, um, and it's it's happening on the live stream chat during the radio today and tomorrow. Um, you can ask me anything, uh, questions for me, for the show, whatever, and then I'm going to answer a lot of these on the Friday exclusive only on Blaze TV. We want to thank you so much for being a subscriber. Um, we want to do some extra nice things for you um, because we really appreciate it and look at you like you are family uh, because many, many of you are. You've been with me uh, longer than some of my kids. But anyway, Blaze TV, if you would like to subscribe, you can subscribe now, blazetv.com slash Glenn, and use the promo code Bidenflation, one word, Bidenflation, because uh, right now, this is your last chance to get the double discount on the Blaze TV uh, to offset the uh, double amount of what you're paying in stores for everything now. Bidenflation, that's good for today, tomorrow, maybe Friday, but do it now. And you can participate in the, the questions on the Blaze TV live stream chat during the radio show today and tomorrow. You can get all those questions out and I will answer them on Friday. Bidenflation, blazetv.com slash Glenn. The Glenn Back Program. You know what the easiest thing in the world to do is? <clears throat> when you're faced with something difficult, give up. I mean, that is easy, right? Just give up. Walk away from the problem. Pretend it doesn't exist. Okay, it doesn't solve the problem. It usually makes it worse. And when it comes to pain, I will tell you that's what I was about to do because I thought I had tried everything to get rid of pain. Uh, and my wife finally said to me, you haven't tried everything. Why won't you try Relief Factor? And I said, because it's advertising. You know, it's people like me saying it. Well, you know, what do they know? And she's like, really? So you don't advertise the things you believe in? And I'm like, OK, all right, I'll try it. So I tried it because I wasn't I wasn't the spokesperson at that point. I said no because I didn't believe it would work. I started taking it. I took it for uh, three weeks, just like they say. And uh, I actually told my wife three weeks into it, I don't think this stuff is working. So I stopped taking it. And boy, did I learn my lesson. It was slowly reducing my pain. And now I'm, you know, 95 to 99% pain free all of the time. It is uh, relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Call them 1 800 4 relief. Relieffactor.com. Oh, this is uh, this is great. <clears throat> so let me give you the update on uh, guns, and uh, and just proof positive how out of touch the elite is. This is from the New York Times. Supreme Court is expected to rule and possibly overturn a century-old law that allows local officials great discretion over who can carry a handgun. Um, 
it, it, it tells the story every weekday morning in a nondescript office building in downtown Manhattan. Representatives from dozens of law enforcement agencies meet to discuss gun arrests and shootings in New York City from the day before. Already this year, the New York Police Department has recovered more than 3,000 guns. Well, or were those legally registered guns? What kind of guns? Don't you think that's important to know? Were these handguns that were purchased legally, and then how were they used? Were they used by the people that purchased them legally? Um, so they're they're talking about how the Supreme Court is coming out here in the next couple of weeks uh, with a case that they heard back in November, and they're expected to turn this over, and it would have massive con- consequences all over the country for for states like California and uh, New York. So one of the guys, the president of the nonprofit Citizens Crime Commission, is quoted in the New York Times. Now, I want you to listen to this. A lot more people are going out now and they want to go out and get guns and all for the wrong reasons. OK, Richard Aborn, I tried to think before I read on what are the wrong reasons? Well, the only wrong reason I can think of is you wanted to rob somebody. You wanted to kill somebody. You wanted to intimidate someone. That's the wrong reason for buying a gun, correct? No, uh, not to him. He said, I have people telling me now they decided to get a gun that I never dreamed would go out and get a gun. They're not going to use it illegally, but they're feeling this need to arm themselves because of crime in a way I've not seen before. That's not a wrong reason to get a gun. That is the reason to get a gun. That is the reason, as stated in the Second Amendment, a right for your self-defense from not only criminals, but an out-of-control state or, or fed. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it true, too, Glenn, that if you were if you really cared about this issue and you believed guns, more guns in the hands of people are the real problem here causing the violence, the last thing in the world you would do is bring up a obviously doomed effort to try to repeal uh, the AR, or get rid of the AR-15 or try to change the age of firearms or whatever, whatever crazy thing they're going to reach for and ask for a vote. Gathering more attention right on these bills makes people mm-hmm. go out and buy guns because they know that th- they're being yep. threatened. So if you actually if you actually believe these things and you knew, obviously, that this was not going to work, why would you want to draw all attention to it? You might want to go around the, the margins and say, maybe we're going to talk about some version of whatever it is, red flag laws or something like that. But if, when, you, when they reach like this, you saw the president of the United States say he basically wanted to get rid of nine millimeter ammunition, right? Like this is a... Uh, oh, no. It go, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. I've got another story. Have you heard the story from uh, New York on what Kathy Hochul has... Uh, has done she's the governor now of new york Mm. she yesterday uh signed in i think nine or ten bills that have now just been passed that she recommended they've all been approved by the democratic lawmakers for new york they're raising the age of semi-automatic weapons so no 18 year old as she says can walk in after having their birthday cake and buy an an, a semi-automatic weapon 
Um, okay, so that's one. Senate Bill S-9458 is the name of the bill. Uh, no one previously, no one over, uh, no one under 16 uh, could buy and possess a long gun ranging from a shotgun to a rifle. Now it's 21. But hey, at 18, you can go and sign up to kill people in other countries, you know, with a gun. Weapon of war, mm. just want to say. Yeah. Huh. yeah uh, this is a, then we, fascinating. Then we have... We're both so gun shy right now. We just don't want to talk because of the satellite delay. Uh, then we have Senate Bill ninety four zero seven B, which prevents citizens from purchasing body armor and bulletproof vests. Senate Bill ninety four fifty six changes that. Now listen to this: changes the definition of a firearm to include, and I quote. Any other weapon that is otherwise not otherwise defined containing any component that provides housing or a structure designed to hold or integrate any fire control component that is designed to or may readily be converted to expel a projectile by action of explosive. They're calling this the any other weapon bill. Wow. Okay. That's good. Then they're also enacting micro stamping technology requiring the bullets to be micro stamped with identifying information unique to the gun, the source gun. Um, this will bypass ballistic tests. It'll also make your ammunition more expensive in any other state. These gun companies should just say, we're not going to, you know what, New York, we're not going to do it. It's like uh, the gasoline. The reason why everybody's paying so much is because we're all going on the California blend right now. Uh, and uh, it's just jacking up prices everywhere. I think these refineries should say, you know what, California, you're going to be on the, the battery anyway. Uh, so we're just not going to make your special blend anymore. The rest of the country, you know, doesn't mind having a little gas from time to time. Then they also in New York established a task force on social media and violent extremism. Oh, that's going to be good. That's, I mean, sure, I'm sure they're not going to look into that New York uh, Muslim compound that we talked about years ago that was housing all kinds of radicals. And they were like, what radicals? I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean? M Muslim town. Wait, that doesn't exist. I mean, it was nuts. But this one, they're all over. It really is a fascinating dynamic when you look at the entire debate here, because the left is pushing for new gun laws. OK, we know they want to restrict Second Amendment. They know we know they want to take guns away. But let's just say let's go down this road for a second and let's pass all of these restrictions on guns. OK, so now we have a bunch of new gun laws. What do you need to do with gun laws for them to be theoretically successful? You need to enforce them. Now, to enforce them, what you need are police which the left wants to get rid of and so let's just say for some reason they skip that one of their core those that one of the you know of their core beliefs and say okay fine we're going to have lots of new police to enforce all these new laws who is disproportionately going to be affected 
by all of these gun laws. Who do you think is going to be in, let's say, a city, maybe uh, attached to a gang, uh, attached to a criminal enterprise in an, in a city environment? Who are the people we uh, are going to get? Uh, who are going to get the bulk of all of these new? Uh, gun convictions it's going to wind up following uh, falling on people uh, of that are poor that are in inner cities that may be people of color and what you'll see from the left then is to tell us why there is this prison or this school to prison pipeline where all of these young African Americans are being put in prison for all of these laws. And obviously, if you follow the Ibram Kendi, you know, Robin D'Angelo white fragility mindset, any law that results in disproportionate uh, affectation of African Americans or any other person of color is inherently racist. So all of these laws that they're wanting to pass are going to wind up Mm -hmm. by their own definition to be racist, and yet they're still pushing them anyway. Yeah, well, that's I mean, that's what they do. I'm convinced that progressives have been racist and, and, and have just hit it very well. They've been racist since the early 20th century. Um, and I just think they've hit it very well uh, and not hiding it very well, really. I mean, if you would just stop, if African-Americans would stop and look what the policies have done to their families, to their jobs and everything else, you might understand who the real racist is. By the way, the president has said, who would use it? You don't need an AR-15 to protect yourself let me give you this a uh, eight month pregnant woman had to defend her then 11 year old daughter and herself and her injured husband during a violent home invasion in lithia florida her husband jeremy king was being pistol whipped and kicked in the head by two masked burglars uh she uh she said quote them guys came in with two normal pistols and my ar stopped it she said um uh, the husband said my wife even the playing field and kept them from killing me they came in heavily hooded and masks as soon as they had got to the back door and got it open they had their pistol on me i was grabbing my 11 year old daughter i'm telling them i have nothing for you and they said give me everything you got and then it became real violent real fast the burglars who wore masks and hoods pistol whipped and repeatedly bashed king in the head uh, he had drawn a, a weapon on them. They quickly took it away from him. Uh, and uh, and that's when she, who was in the back uh, bedroom, uh, poked her head out. One of the burglars shot at her. And so she got a uh, she got an AR-15 uh, from the bedroom and uh, shot them. So that was the end of that. Mm. But other than that, I can't imagine or who would use an AR-15 to protect themselves in their homes. And here's the thing about a right. The whole point of having a right is that you don't have to justify its use every single time. You have to do the opposite of that. You have to talk people out of why they uh, might not be able to own an AR-15. You know, they keep asking this question, why would you need to use an AR-15? I don't have to explain it to you. 
I have a right to defend myself. The same reason why I don't have to explain why I use sarcasm. You might think sarcasm is completely unnecessary, but we have freedom of speech and I can use it if I want to use it. I don't have to justify it to you because it's a right. That's the whole point of having rights. All right, let me tell you about Goldline. You um, have the right to protect yourself, and may I recommend you protect yourself and your family by not becoming an economic slave. Please hear me. I I hope people can hear the urgency in my voice in the last uh, few weeks. Uh, Jamie Dimon has come out. Now, he's the CEO of J.P. Morgan. He came out and he said, brace yourself for an economic hurricane. Now, I think he actually soft peddled this because this is not something that you you come out with. He's like, you know, it might be a light hurricane, but it could be Katrina. I think he only said it could be a light hurricane because he didn't want all the investors uh, to panic and he didn't want a run on the banks. It's a hurricane. And bracing yourself is not the best option. You have to prepare. You have to get ready for the storm. And, uh, and it's not by holding your, uh, holding your breath and closing your eyes. you got to kick it into high gear because that storm, the clouds are already on the horizon. And they, it is coming ashore. And I think it will be here by September, October. It's not going to be good. And it's going to last for a long time. Gold and silver have saved portfolios for hundreds of years. They've acted as a hedge against insanity for thousands of years. Goldline is offering a special incentive to get started or add to your self-directed IRA, 401k, your thrift savings plan, your Roth, traditional IRA, all of that. And if you call them today, you can find out how to earn 6% in promotional medals just for being proactive and making a decision that matters today. So... Complete the self-directed IRA application, and you're going to receive at no cost one of my brand new one-ounce silver Benjamin Franklin rounds delivered directly to you. These are great, great silver, uh, one-ounce silver coins. Uh, You can call Goldline today. The number is 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Do it now. The Glenn Beck Program. Miss a day, miss a lot. Visit blazetv.com today. And never miss a moment of truth. Hey, Stu. Blaze has a new um, a new quiz out, and it's. I think this one is actually hard. I had a hard time answering these. I'm just getting the results here. Um, Let's, um, wow, I got five out of five. I did not expect that. Did not expect it. Um, so here are the questions. Take the, take the question, take the, uh, uh, quiz here mm-hmm. and you can get this at blaze, uh, blaze.com slash quiz. Biden blames Putin and the Russian invasion for Ukraine for the inflation in the United States, especially as it relates to food and energy. But when did the price spikes of fertilizer and diesel begin? Was it right after Putin invaded? Was it March through July 2021 or June 2020? Hmm. Answer. Certainly before, uh, I would say maybe June 2020. 
No, sorry, March mm. through July 2021. Mm. According to the USDA's May 2022 food price outlook report, the last time grocery store price increases were this steep was 2008, 1997, 1980, or 1975. Uh, 1980. 1980, last year of uh, Carter presidency. True or false, Biden says COVID-related supply chain breakdowns are a major contributor to the current inflation spike. True or false? That's Biden says. Biden says true. Uh, Biden says true, yes. True or false, during the height of the supply chain shipping crisis in 2021, while there was a huge backlog of container ships waiting to get into U.S. ports, the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, took off two months for paternity leave. True or false? Well, he needed he needed to. He was, he was, he was recovering from his physical yeah, okay. pain or an ordeal. And the last one, according to the left-wing publication Vox, what is a leading cause of the United States skyrocketing inflation not seen in other developed nations? The Ukraine war, supply chain crisis, Biden's 2021 stimulus, the American Rescue Plan, or greedy oil companies? <laughs> I think that would be Biden's 2021 stimulus. Uh, you got five out of five. Mm. You can take this test and share it with your friends. Just go to theblaze.com slash quiz. Theblaze.com slash quiz. Program.